Welcome to Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast. Olá, eu sou a Helena, and on this episode, we're going to carry on talking about transport in Portuguese. But just before that, I want to let you know that Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast is now on Patreon. Patreon is a platform where you can support the projects you like. So, if you're enjoying listening to this podcast, and if you would like it to carry on, you can also become a patron. As a patron, you get a PDF with the highlights of each episode, pronunciation tips, you can even participate in a monthly live session with me, and much more. Go to www.patreon.com and learn more about it. So, on the previous episode, we've started to talk about transports in Portuguese. On today's episode, I want to focus on a verb that it's really important when it comes to transports. But it's not an obvious one. I'm talking about the verb andar. Andar. Andar, on its first meaning, means to walk. So, now you're wondering... If it means to walk, why am I talking about this verb to talk about transports? Because when we take a transport, that is actually the opposite of walking, right? It might seem so, but in Portuguese, the verb andar means much more than just to walk. It's more the idea of go by, ride, drive, travel by fly confused well actually this is the verb that you can use if you indicate that you travel by any transport actually it's quite practical comparing for instance to english or other languages because you don't need to have um, many verbs to express that you travel by a transport so the same verb that means to walk it's also good to mean travel by It's actually all about the preposition we're using along. So, first of all, let's have a look at the verb andar in the present tense. Como se escreve andar? A N D A R andar. And fortunately for you, this is a regular AR verb. So, not different at all uh, from verbs we've seen before. I'm thinking about, for instance, the verb falar or morar, trabalhar. You're comfortable around those verbs right now, right? So, it won't be that difficult to conjugate the verb andar in the present tense. But still, I think that we should go through the verb together just to make sure you have the right endings in your head. So, the first person is eu ando. Eu ando. Tu andas. Tu andas. Você anda. Você anda. Il anda. Il anda. Ela anda. Ela anda. Nós andamos. Nós andamos. 
vocês andam. Vocês andam. Eles andam. Eles andam. Elas andam. Elas andam. So I'm not sure if you realized what I did here when I said each verb form twice. I had a clear purpose to do that because the first time I just said separately the personal pronoun, for instance, eu, and then the verb form, for instance, ando, eu, ando. But you might have noticed that on the second time I actually ran the two words together. And this is really important on this one because andar, it's a verb that starts with a vowel. And every time we have a word starting with a vowel, we need to consider on the different ways we have, depending on the context, to run the words together. So if a verb starts with a vowel like this one, we need to remember that along with a, another vowel, like for instance, eu, we will not split the words apart. So you have to say euendo, as in a continuous way. Euendo. Same thing for tu. Tu andas. Euendo, tu andas. We'll do exactly the same with the você. Because você, although it ends with the letter E, we can't drop it because of the circumflex there. So we need to pronounce it clearly. Você anda. So with, with these first three ones, we just ran them together, but we didn't change the pronunciation of any of the letters. Eu ando, tu andas, você anda. Now, when it comes to il, that's an unstressed e, so we should drop it. So instead of saying il anda, that it's hard to pronounce, you can completely drop it and then it sounds like ilanda. 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 Now the L, it's like the eu to você. The a uh, at the end, we can't drop it. So, elanda. 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 Now, something deep, different happens on the plural forms because all the plural pronouns end with the letter S. So, when we have S between vowels, we need to make it like a Z sound. And that changes a lot. So instead of having the two words apart, nós andamos, which is correct, but then hard to hear people saying it because what people will normally do is run these two together with a Z sound in the middle connecting the two words. So instead of having nós andamos, we get a nós andamos. Notice that it's not a matter of speed. It's not because I'm speaking very quickly that I'll do that. Even slowly, there's a tendency of running these two together in the same exact way. So that happens for all the plural forms because they all end with the letter S. So you get nós andamos, vocês andam, eles andam, elas andam. That's right. Just a little last notice 
on the last three ones and down the pronunciation of the verb form. This verb form, because it's a verb, regular AR verb in the present, ends with a M, or in Portuguese, a M. So, don't forget that to pronounce this sound, you need to close your lips in the end. So, you stress not that last syllable, but the one before, uh, and down. And down. But then at the end, close the lips. And down. Okay, so this is the verb and that that if it has any if it hasn't any other context, just means to walk. But now with the right preposition, this verbs this verb turns into the verb to travel by. So it will be able to translate go by, ride, drive, fly, travel by, so all that. Quite handy, right? So let's try to make some little sentences to see the verb used in context. And it will be also a great opportunity to revise the transport vocabulary. So for instance, if I want to say that I travel by car, I drive every day, something like that, I just need to say eu ando de carro. Eu ando de carro. So what I did here was I started with eu ando. Now I'm adding the preposition de. That's right, just de é. Simple as that. De. Eu ando de. And now I introduce the name of the transport I want to refer. In this case, car. Carro. Eu ando de carro. That sentence only means that I travel by car. For instance, if we add a every day to the sentence, just to make it with a more clear context, I have eu ando de carro todos os dias. That would be I travel by car every day, or if you prefer, I drive every day. I'm not saying towards where. I'm just saying that I use the car traveling in the car every day. I don't need to be the driver, though. I can just be a passenger as long as I'm traveling by car. So there is a difference between saying that you drive to a place or that you just travel by a certain transport. That difference in Portuguese, we will mark it with a different verb. So just the fact of traveling by car, as I said, we go with eu ando de carro. But if I wanted to say, for instance, I drive home, I travel by car towards my house, you see the idea, so with the destination, I change the verb. Instead of ando, I will say the verb to go, in Portuguese the verb ir. So in the present that will be eu vou, still de carro, so same preposition, eu vou de carro, now I just indicate the destination, eu vou de carro, para casa. So this is the difference I want to point out. One thing is just the fact that you're traveling by a certain transport and that we express with the verb andar plus de plus the transport. For instance, eu ando de carro. Something different is to indicate that you're traveling by a certain trans transport 
and you have a destination you're going somewhere and in that case we should use the verb ir to go eu vou de carro para casa so let's try to find some examples and also have a good revision here on the names of the transports that we've learned on the previous episode and we'll see how these two ways of expressing ourselves with different meanings work. So let's carry on for instance saying tu andas de mota tu andas de mota that just means that you ride your motorbike tu andas de mota it's different if I want to express where you're going with your motorcycle. In that case, I'll say Tu vais de mota para casa. I will keep using this example of para casa just to make it easier for you because here what I really want to highlight is the fact that we change the verb depending on we have a destination or we're just saying that we're traveling by a certain transport. So, carrying on, você anda de bicicleta. So, you formally you ride a bus, uh, sorry, a bike. You formally you ride a bike or você vai de bicicleta para casa. So, você anda de bicicleta. That could be for instance you ride your bike every day. Você anda de bicicleta todos os dias. Or a different sentence. You ride your bike home. Você vai de bicicleta para casa. Il. Let's say, il anda de autocarro. Il anda de autocarro. Todos os dias, for instance. So I'm just saying you travels by bus every day. Ele anda de autocarro todos os dias. Which is different from saying Ele vai de autocarro para casa. So on the first one, I'm just telling you about the fact that it travels by bus. But on the second one, I'm indicating the means of transport he uses to get home. I think you got the idea by now because it's always the same. So I'll just say a few examples more. Elanda do oh that we did the L. So let's say Ella to be to be different now. Elanda de comboio. Elanda de comboio todos os dias. So she travels by train every day. Ela vai de comboio para casa. So, it's, it's the train that she needs to take to go home. Ela vai de comboio para casa. Nós andamos de metro todos os dias. Nós andamos de metro todos os dias. Nós vamos de metro para casa. Nós andamos de metro, but nós vamos de metro para casa. We travel by metro, but we take the metro to go home. Vocês andam de táxi? Vocês andam de táxi todos os dias. But 
vocês vão de táxi para casa. Vocês andam de táxi todos os dias. Means that you travel by taxi every day. But vocês vão de táxi para casa. It's the means of transport you take to get home. Eles andam de avião. That in English could be expressed with the verb fly. They fly. We don't normally use the verb fly to express the idea that people fly because actually they don't. They just take a plane, right? So for us, it's more normal to say not that people fly, not the verb to fly, which is voar, but the verb again, andar, followed by do. So, eles andam de avião. Eles andam de avião. You can put the de avião together if you want. De avião. Eles andam de avião. They fly. Or, eles vão de avião para casa. Elas andam de elétrico. So, they travel by tram. Elas andam de elétrico. Again, de elétrico, you can put them together. De elétrico. Elas andam de elétrico. Or, elas vão de elétrico para casa. Okay, so this is the idea of using the verb andar, not to be to walk, but to express that we're traveling by a certain transport. So don't forget, and I know that I repeated that quite enough already, but don't forget that it's not correct to say, for instance, eu ando de carro para casa. If I want to express the destination, instead of saying ando de, I just say vou de. Eu vou de carro para casa. So there's just one little detail I would like to explain about using the verb andar, followed by the name of a transport. So, so far we've been using always the preposition de, because I'm just indicating the name of the transport. But what happens if I am giving you more details about the transport? What happens if I, instead of just saying, eu ando de carro, I want to tell you something about that car. So, if instead of just saying the name of the transport, I'm adding details to it, whatever details, but I'm giving you some more information about the transport in question. In that case, the preposition de needs to change into the preposition nu or na, depending on the gender of the transport we're talking about. So let me give, uh, let me give you a practical example. Our first sentence was eu ando de carro. I know nothing about that car that I'm talking about. I just say carro, just the name of the transport. So that's why I'm using do along with it. But let's say I want to say my father's car. So it's a specific car I'm talking about, not just a random car or the idea of a car, but a specific car. So in that case, instead of saying eu ando de carro and then adding do meu pai, that means my father's, I need to change that de into a nu. Nu is a contraction between the preposition I, meaning in, plus the definite article u, meaning the, in the, so I get nu. Uh, 
So instead of saying, eu ando de carro do meu pai, which is not correct, I should say, eu ando no carro do meu pai. So this only happens if I'm giving you more details about the transport. And I will do exactly the same thing if I use the verb ir to go along with the transport indicating a destination. For instance, eu vou no carro do meu pai para casa. So, eu ando no carro do meu pai, eu vou no carro do meu pai para casa. So, the exact same rule. So, when we just refer the name of the transport, no details about it whatsoever, we should use the preposition de, not even contracted with any article, but just the plain de. But the moment I'm adding details to the transport, that will change the preposition into in the. So, I'm plus u or I'm plus a, which is in Portuguese, that contraction we use a lot, nu or if the name of the transport is feminine, na. So, I will give you now a few sentences to show you this. Starting with the eu again, although we did it already. Eu ando no carro do meu pai. Eu vou no carro do meu pai para casa. We could add again a todos os dias, which is an everyday, to the first sentence, just to set up a more clear context. Eu ando no carro do meu pai todos os dias. Eu vou no carro do meu pai para casa. Tu andas na mota grande todos os dias. Tu vais na mota grande para casa. Notice that when we say para casa, when we relax a bit and we're getting more colloquial, instead of saying and pronouncing every syllable there para casa, you might just do a para casa. So instead of a para casa, that it's totally correct and very well pronounced, it's also acceptable when we speak and we do it all the time. Instead of saying para a, just say para, para casa. I'll do it this one now, so you can get used to that. Você anda na bicicleta azul. So you ride the blue bike. Você vai na bicicleta azul para casa. Let's repeat this one and adding the expression todos os dias. That's another important expression I want you to learn today. When we say every day, we have todos os dias. But you've noticed that I'm putting together the todos os. Just because that S at the end of todos is between vowels. So let's do this one again. Você anda na bicicleta azul todos os dias. Você vai na bicicleta azul para casa. 
ele anda no autocarro número 45 todos os dias. So he, he rides on this um, number 45 bus every day. Ele vai no autocarro número 45 para casa. Ela anda no comboio regional todos os dias. Ela vai no comboio regional para casa. Nós andamos no metro da linha amarela todos os dias. So we travel by metro, always on the yellow line, linha amarela. Nós vamos no metro da linha amarela para casa. Vocês andam no táxi do António todos os dias? Vocês vão no táxi do António para casa. Eles andam no avião da TAP todos os dias? Eles vão no avião da TAP para casa. Elas andam no elétrico número 20, 28 todos os dias. Let me repeat this one because I hesitated a bit saying the number 28. So, elas andam no elétrico número 28 todos os dias. Elas vão no elétrico número 28 para casa. So I hope you now understand better this difference between using the verb andar along with the transport and using the verb ir along with the transport. Also, the difference between using the verb andar or ir along with the preposition de or with the preposition nu or na. This is quite important for daily life. We refer this a lot. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And just before we finish, I want to thank to my dear patrons. They are really my big motivation at the moment. I really appreciate all this support they're giving me. So I, to, I want to thank to Francine Brown, Gita Barknovitz, Philip French, Rebecca Hunt, Carl Sperling, Petra Korf, per Brenda Sabracts, David Sauro, Lindy Fogg, Michel Kubrosi, Tabata Souza, Jerry Ellis, Sandra Weimert, Karen Soares, Kenneth Pizisco, Ibrahim Almutawa, Hank Van Kahn, Karen Barnhorn, Pauline Mansfield, Pranu Diana, Anne Grandich, 
Elise van der Vogt, David Martin, Patricia Martin and Catherine Durnford Wang. Thank you all for your support. Thank you for keeping my motivation high. Muito, muito obrigada. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Muito obrigada. Até para a semana. Tchau.